Hey, what's up, my friends? My name is Adam, and this is the Do Big Things Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Big Things Crewing, where we want you to do big things. We offer support for your ultra marathon in the way of crewing or pacing. We also offer personalized coaching and comprehensive training plans. We can help you get to the start of your big things, or we can help you get to the finish. Whatever your big things are, we want to help. Big-things-crewing.com My guest today is a Reiki healer, an artist, a musician, a teacher, and perhaps even a guru. He's only about half my age, but he's just got this insane download of information when it comes to the spiritual realm, universal consciousness, getting into your heart space and learning to love yourself and others on a deeper level. I'm not going to lie, this podcast is about as woo as it gets. My man, Spaceman Samson, is one of a kind and he always has a lot to teach me. He's the guy that's friends with everyone, always smiling and always there to give you a hug and lift you up. I truly think he's gone through some sort of a deep awakening that I'm not sure I fully understand, but... Regardless, the spaceman always brings it. His heart's in the right place, and he always has a lot to say. So kick back, open your third eye and your heart chakra, and receive the download from my teacher, my little brother, Spaceman Samson. Mic check. Mike, check. What's up, baby? What is up, my man? Check, check. What's cracking? Are we, are we here? We're here. We're here. We're here. We, dude. We, are, we are here right now. Here in the now. There is no other time than the present. Ram said it best. Be here now. It's this right here. This is it. Right there. There is no other. (laughs) Exactly, man. I'll start off real quick. Just a quick little heart space meditation. Get us into our heart center. Cool. So uh, basically, uh, get yourself into a comfortable position. Uh, eyes closed, eyes open, whatever works best. And we're going to take three breaths. The first breath, we're just visualizing all the infinite love that is inside of us and around us. And we're just going to breathe that in. We're going to breathe in the crystal sun deep within the earth into our heart with that first breath. And then that second breath, we're breathing in source, soul, creation, God, however you choose to see that and say it into your heart. And then that third breath, where it's merging earth, sky, and us into our sacred seat of our heart space. And there it is, man, the quantum heart space. Just like that. Infinite potentials of co-collective creation with intention and conscious attention 
and this is how we're going to be flowing, man. How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, man? Good, man. Super busy. Um, been uh, dealing with a lot of things, like I'm sure we all have. Uh-huh. Uh, we all got a lot on our plate, but uh, it's good. Fire. Perspective is always shifting. What was that? Sorry. The world's on fire. Oh, I know, man. It's, Revelations it's super- is happening. Yeah, <laughs> we got volcanoes, you know, pushing out smoke. We got crazy, you know, um, fear-based um, expansiveness with something that uh, could or could not be potentially, you know, life-threatening. Mm-hmm. And thing uh, in between that, you yeah. know, people now money shortages and just chaos all around us but the cool thing is is just being here now you know i think i still think we're in the greatest time to be alive in you know all time i agree 100 percent. things are changing so rapidly like faster than they ever have before um technology um i think people are just going through you know, humanity, the human race is just going through a big upgrade right now. I think that this is a really, really pivotal time. Like what's happening to us all right now, Samson? I agree, man. I don't know, dude. I, you know, uh, I personally feel like we are all ascending Yeah, and we are evolving or we are descending and devolving, right? Because we all have that superpower of choice. So it all depends on what, you know, what's going on with our mindset, what's going on with our body physiologically, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there, there's so many things that are coming up in our awareness right now. It's almost like complete insanity, <laughs> or I would say it is complete insanity, depending, you know, where you are and when you are there. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like, I feel like definitely we're ascending, man. And I think a lot of our shadow material throughout you know this year um has just been bubbling up to the surface you know collectively individually you know consciously subconsciously and uh you know it kind of seems like the universe is like hey you got some work to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know yeah and uh what what we can do with that is either you know go into our vices and numb out the pain um, or we can realize that pain is a beautiful teacher, whatever type of pain, you know, we're all, I'm sure we all experience pain at certain, um, points, especially now, maybe more frequently, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think, uh, by just, I don't know, I think, I, I think what, what helps me is to just realize that whatever chaos is around me is a beautiful catalyst for, alchemy and for uh the ability to learn a lesson that maybe you know we've been caught in like let's say for example like i'll get triggered at something you know i'll get super angry for some reason i'm like okay the past version of me would just let this go out and let it explode and just keep you know keep uh, or just bottle it up you know and so uh i've been having the ability to like consciously be aware of my ability to go too far 
right? Like I'll flip out or, you know, I'll get angry. And it's like, yeah, I used to like yell and, you know, get caught in a funky vibe. But it's like, now it's like, okay, like I can do, you know, all of the things that I've been doing differently. And I think that's the thing. I think we're ascending and the normal systems that were in place for most of our, you know, conscious awareness things are breaking away and they're falling apart. And it's kind of like we're being asked to um, access our reality um, a little differently, you know, like the normal things aren't working the same way that they normally would. And ironically, that is exactly where we are now with the whole COVID thing, right? The whole reason the COVID thing is bad is because it's building up, you know, tolerances to the antibiotics and it, and then ultimately that's just a band-aid, you know, action, reaction, solution. And so we've been caught in this disillusion for so long. And I think we're, we're becoming completely aware. And uh, a beautiful analogy is um, like in the olden times, right? Like third world, like, uh, sorry, uh, like knights and queens, right? And so that reality was like a pyramid, right? The royalty was at the top and then, it would just go down the pyramid, like shit would just fall down the pyramid or fall down the ladder um, for a 21st century analogy. And uh, I think things um, have changed. We're in, it, it's not a pyramid thing where it's like all about me. I think we're in a reality now or, you know, almost completely shifting into a reality where it's more of like a circle, right? Where, um we all need to just focus on community and our internal health, you know, and the things that actually matter because, oh, man, we got a lot of, a lot of work to do and a lot of chaos all around us. But I think it's just so beautiful, man, to just be here right now and just be like, whoa, like there's so much, there's so much infinite potential for us to just continue to quantum leap but we just keep getting caught in the mud with all this shit, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It's like we're being asked to clean our shoes um, metaphorically. Yeah, we're, you know, we're being asked to deal with our, deal with our shit, to, to like deal with our trauma, right? I mean, in order to fully ascend, um, to go from... Like it feels like we're going from a three-dimensional world and slowly evolving into a 5D world. And, uh, but I mean, you can't do that until you clear your trauma. You know, you have to face your demons. You have to get in there and you have to do the self-work. Um, you know, you have to give up those resentments. You have to face your fears. You have to learn yep. to forgive. You have to learn to love. Um, I mean, is that what we're all going through? I think so, you know, but then it's, it's, it's kind of funny, you know, cause I've been doing a lot of research into like quantum mechanics mm -hmm. and uh, just all things quantum where it's basically like there's infinite possibilities within just one possibility and there's infinite possibilities <laughs> within all possibility. Right. Right. And so I think ultimately because every single one of us is a free sovereign holding complete life form on this planet 
um, and hopefully conscious life form, but a lot of us are caught in these, you know, programs. I think that's really what it is. We're, we're caught in these programs, right? And then when you're in a program and that's all you've known because that's what you've downloaded in your environment from all the people around you, family, friends, society, um, like we're so conditioned to react and we're so conditioned to maybe not handle things as effectively, right? Based on how we were raised and what we downloaded when we were growing up. And so I think for every single one of us, we are all having our collective and individual ascension, right? Because everything in this reality is a co-collective shared reality. Mm -hmm. But every single one of us has the sovereign ability to make the conscious power of choice. But ironically, you know, most of us get caught in cycles where we're making unconscious choices or subconscious choices. And in all reality, the subconscious is actually what is really creating your reality. Like they say the conscious mind only uses about 10% of the brain power, right? While, um, and I, I think they converted that to some crazy amount of like gigabytes of data storage. And then the subconscious mind is like trillions of gigabytes of data storage like per second. So the conscious mind is literally helping us you know, create our reality, um, just based on our conditions and programs. So I think every single one of us is having our own individual shadow work or ascension or things that, you know, can be frustrating. And honestly, it's, it's super difficult. Like, I mean, you, you got to put in that work at the end of the day, right? Like if you're, if you're at point A and you're trying to get to point B, you, you got to like, put in physical or some type of effort to get from there to there. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And we've been conditioned to live in a society where everything is so easy, especially being in America, you know, like things are pretty fucking cake, you know, compared to like third world countries and places that literally have no money. <laughs> like, of course, you know, n not every place is perfect. And, you know, we all have the, we all have our own life path. And so it, if we are being called to do the work, you know, it, it can be easy to numb, numb out the pain of being in this duality reality matrix loop, you know, and it's like, all right, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna chase down whatever, whatever the flavor is, you know, too much caffeine, too much you know, alcohol, too much, whatever, THC, any substance, any substance that it is that can numb out our pain is usually easier to do that than confront and to face our shadow material, you know. But when we do actually face our shadow material or at least make a little progress, you know, every single day you, you take one foot in the direction to try to better yourself, and then ultimately you've gotten a hundred miles, mm -hmm. you know, by the time you know it. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it's, it's so beautiful, man. Like uh, my perspectives always just keep uh, changing and shifting, but you know, 100%, I just try to live in my heart and I just try to bless every single person that comes into my field of awareness because, you know, as much as I'm going through stuff, the next person's going through stuff too. And I think we need to have a lot more like compassion and forgiveness and understanding, but then also 
the ability to be like, hey, like, you know, we got to get our shit together. Hundred percent, hundred percent. What does that mean? Get our shit together. Like, like, what do you mean by that? Do you mean us as a collective or us individually, or what does that mean? Well, I feel like I feel like collectively, of course, you know, it would be nicer if we had our shit together, but. Um, as with anything, real change only happens from within. Mm -hmm. So if we want, you know, a better system that's around us, we we can't change it by doing external things. We have to change ourselves. And then ultimately the ripple effect is that internal system changes because we have a massive ripple effect. You know, each and every single one of us, I am a central node in this multi-co-collective universe, you're a central node in your multi-collective universe, right? Or your, your local reality. Mm-hmm. And so when we start, you know, whatever it is, even if it's like, okay, I'm, I need to go walking every night or I need to get out into nature every day or what, whatever the thing is, I think we got to like set up some sort of schedule or way that we can start benefiting ourselves, whether that be, you know, decreasing our sugar intake, if we're consuming a ridiculous amount of sugar or, you know, eating better food, you know, um, drinking better water, um, you know, maybe j- just the small things, wh- whatever it is, you know, cause I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that subtle energy is the most powerful energy. So by taking small steps, um, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example for the last like 15 years, I've been wanting to like be a rapper or like a musician singer. Right. Mm -hmm. And throughout that entire time, I had people telling me, Oh, you can't do that. Your voice sucks. Um, you know, and then at that exact time I was caught in, you know, uh, like lying to myself, right. I was lying to those around me. And so I was creating multidimensional realities that were not based in truth so I wasn't my authentic self. So of course I wouldn't be able to express myself more effectively. And so I went down the path of just not lying to people anymore, you know, and being honest with myself, no matter the repercussions of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And from there, I've been making music for this entire quarantine. You know, I've been writing a track every single weekend. I write it and then I'll pull out my iPhone and the headphones and I have this app that I downloaded for free and it has a bunch of free beats and then boom, I just do it, you know? And then so like progress, you know, to, to be, to be a master, it's like 10,000 hours or something like that. But the idea that you just make the effort and then daily actions doing the same thing, you become a professional at it. So ultimately, you know, we're professional complainers in this reality. We're professional, you know, abusers of ourselves and others. And so it's like, man, we just got to alchemize our relationships with ourselves, And then we got to alchemize our relationship with our world and our loved ones. And then I think from there, you know, that's when you can really start getting the ripple effect going. Because like I said, we are all a node in this network. Like, I know a hundred people, those a hundred, those hundred people know a hundred people and it goes on till infinity. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's just a ripple effect. So one idea could be planting seeds for people to 
you know, be better and do big things because mm-hmm. we all can do big things. It's just up to us and up to our perspective and that negative self-talk. I think that is the biggest thing that holds a lot of us back, you know, especially when you have habits that don't necessarily benefit you, you know, yeah. um, it, it can seem like you're, you're trying to swim and get above water, but you have a ball and chain you know, hook to your foot and you just keep sinking as much as you keep paddling up to the surface, you know? Oh, dude. No, I know all about that. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like addictions and like all these things that we've been programmed, you know, whether it be we programmed ourselves by using the substance or the person or the thing or the place as a coping mechanism. And then, you know, and then, you know, flash forward years and you're like, where the fuck am I? Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, but ultimately that is beautiful too, you know, because wh- whatever the chaos that we're experiencing, it's honestly just a notification or a alarm saying, hey, you know, do you want to make a different choice? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. up to you. You can, you can do whatever you want to do. And we all can. Like there, there's literally no limit to the potentials that every single one of us has, but those programs and belief systems, I think is what we're, uh, we're having to work with, you know, Mm -hmm. and just, I I think just also like the hyper, the hyper like reactive way that society has kind of transformed into, especially with social media and like social media is a beautiful tool. Right. But like that is even a drug, like ironically. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also like, it it doesn't really help that, you know, you're not seeing people face to face. So there's, it it creates less of a connection, right? Because we are literally social beings and like, we need to socialize to survive. I mean, you know, besides a couple of monks that are like breathitarians living in the mountains, but guaranteed even them because they have other monks with them, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I hear what you're saying, like, and I agree with it. Like, I think that we need more community, more love, more acceptance. But I get frustrated because when I look at our civilization and the way it's been moving forward in the last couple hundred years, and I picture where it's going to go in the next couple hundred years, it's like technology is taking over, and we're and we're just communicating through our devices, and we're communicating face to face less. And I feel like, you know, if our race is going to advance to, to this advanced race, like I'm just picturing us a couple hundred years down the road, like I don't see yeah. a lot of community. I don't see people getting together and growing neighborhood gardens or, or really even helping each other. I just see like a, a world where everyone's in this uh, virtual reality or, you know, a, a, like sort of addicted to their technology you know you hear elon musk and the things that he's working on nowadays and yeah, uh, the neural- it, it just sounds like we're we're going to this like the advanced race would be just way way more technology like that's almost what we're here to do as a race is is to like create technology and what freaks me out is like like I, I worry about where we're going, but then I, I also wonder, should I just surrender to it because it's inevitable? Like, and I just get hung up in my head, like, 
you know, like, should I be out planting a, a neighborhood garden and trying to make friends with all my neighbors or, or should I get the latest Google glasses so that I can see people's social profile when I, when I look at them and talk to them and I can see how many friends they have to know if this is a safe person for me to approach, you know, it's, it's like, <laughs> brother. I mean, I guess I'm just getting hung up in my head and, and not being present, but, um, you know, I just wonder, like, I mean, I don't know, man, what do we do? What do we do? Well, you know, like I 100% feel you, man. Cause you know, like growing up as a kid, um, I, I developed a extremely estranged, um, perspective of reality. And I had so much fear of just people and the world. And honestly, man, like, I think, I think it's a variety of things, right? Like, I think the best way to navigate this extremely uncertain technocracy duality matrix reality that's kind of like looming, you know, like it's kind of just mm, like this doesn't really look right. The, the train tracks seem like they're going in the wrong direction, but I'm on the train and I, I can't jump off. Right. But I think definitely, you know, we, we've got to live in our hearts more, right? Like every single time I get caught in my head, I have to like, you know, it's a daily practice. Like, you know, I'm, I'm always like preaching about, you know, living in your heart and doing the heart space thing, but I probably do it, you know, 50 times a day and I should probably be doing it another 50 times per day. And I just, certain times I, you know, follow my heart, fall into my head and then I get caught in these cycles. But then whenever that awareness comes, we have that ability to just be like, all right, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to gain this higher perspective by dropping my seat of consciousness that's usually driving me crazy inside of my head. And I'm just going to drop it into my heart and be like, all right, everything is going to be okay. Now, don't get me wrong. We do have a lot of work to do. And especially with all of the, the silliness, right? Like there's this, there's this great quote. I think it was, uh, it was um, a, a psychologist, I believe, that said this, um, Carl Jung. Oh, yeah. He said, man, man is always going to um, create things out, um, outside of themselves, right? Like uh, to until they realize that everything that they've created outside of themselves is inside of us. Mm. And so... I mean, we all have this amazing ability, right, to transform things and to, to flow with energy, right? Like we are all energetic beings. We're magnetic, electric, luminal light beings. And I mean, even just in our body right now, I think there's something crazy like 40, you know, 40 trillion volts of electricity inside of each and every single one of us. Um, so, of course, you know, I think, I think it's totally just a balance aspect. Like, we got to maintain the balance despite whatever's going on, right? Like, uh, being in the eye of the storm. Mm -hmm. That's how I like to relate to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it's calm in the eye of the storm. Yeah. Yeah. So, there, in, in any situation, we can be the eye of the storm or we can get caught in the storm. Right. It doesn't matter what's going on. 
we can alchemize any situation. And we do have a lot of work to do. You know, we've got a lot of uh, silliness going on. I, I think definitely within the next 10 years, we're going to see like insane shifts in society, in just reality in general. Yeah. But the coolest, the, the coolest thing is for every single problem, uh, I think Albert Einstein said this, for every single problem that is made, you have to have a higher level of consciousness to fix that problem. So you, you can't fix a problem from the same level of consciousness that it was created. Mm. And so I think firmly that there is a solution for every single problem that we are experiencing right now. But, you know, we, we got a lot of shadow work to do. We got a lot of, um, just community work to do internal work to do you know we've got to let go of all these things that really aren't serving us for our highest and greatest good anymore you know whether that be you know unconscious toxic you know self-defeating talk or judgments about others or you know whatever it is like the the more and the more i keep going down this this path in life i i keep understanding and realizing that everything is really just a reflection right like I'm you, you are me, but we're just different aspects or perspectives mm -hmm. in this co-collective shared universal reality. And so the more that I keep shifting that, I'm like, all right, you know, the vibe get, you know, the vibe gets low or whatever, and then I can notice it and I can alchemize it and I can transform it just by going into my heart, you know. And so I think we are we are being kind of like fed into the mousetrap, you know, especially when it comes to technology and like kids are being, you know, kids probably know how to navigate the iPhone and the iPad better than you and me. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, we both seen the internet explode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you seen the computer thing explode, oh, yeah. the, the cell, you know, so did I, but I was like a little bit younger, but like, you know, we weren't glued to phones in our hand or watch TV. Like we were playing with sticks or riding bikes or checking out nature, you know? And so I think that aspect is also kind of like a, like a handicap, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're all going to have to like step it up for the children of this universe. But at the exact same time, I feel like everything is good, man. Like, you know, whatever's going on, whatever silliness, fucking election BS, disease BS, like, ultimately, this is the greatest time to be alive in human history, because we don't have world wars going down. We don't have people looting and pillaging and crusading. And like, we've evolved a lot. Now, we also have de-evolved a lot. But I have, I have high hopes for uh, the human race. And especially with all the the crazy cyborg stuff that's coming. Like, I don't know. I, I see a lot of different futures, but I, I do see a future where it's like the great divide, right? Where it's going to be people who consciously want to continue down the path of technocracy and allowing machines to consume you or you to consume yourself, basically. When, like, for example, the best example is like, all right, we all have to use a phone or a computer nowadays, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, 
the elder the elder people who don't know how to use a phone or a computer it's kind of like you're sol mm-hmm. you know <laughs> unless you have somebody who can do that for you right and but I, I think we're gonna we're gonna get to a point maybe in the next two years maybe in the next five years maybe in the next 10 years where the collective group of people who have the awareness and have the conscious intentions to be living in their heart and to be of service to others and to transform their reality. Um, It's going to be beautiful, but at the exact same time, I feel like there's going to be some aspect of like continuing with the technology and the technocracy and we got to go to Mars and it's like, okay, I get it. You know, cool. Go to Mars. You want to fly around, but like, we got to fix our planet, you know, and not that our planet, not that our planet is fucked or anything. Cause I don't, I don't think that is my perspective at all. I totally believe that mother Gaia, mother earth has this. And even if we disappeared today, or even if we continued making trash for the next thousand years, mother earth would still find a way to somehow shake us off. If we continue to be such a virus um, and heal itself, because no matter what the earth is healing itself, but we've been really not conscious, right? It's, it's, it's been all mental. Like there's no connection to the tree that, you know, the, the logger is, you know, cutting down for paper. Right. Like there, there needs to be that. And I think also what's happening too is with the Ascension vibe, people are waking up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can only stay sleeping for so long and another thing too is like not to pressure other people to wake up like that that's been a deep lesson for me is like well why can't you wake up i'm i'm woke so why can't you be you know but then even just that statement alone is de-evolution right because i'm not i don't have the or whenever i'm in that vibration which i try not to be um, I don't have that conscious awareness to be like, oh, okay, you know, that's their life path. They're going to wake up when they want to, and they are going to wake up, right? It, it, uh, one of my friends, uh, Brian Vesco from Twisted Sage Studios, the, the owner, he was telling me, he's like, um, I think we're going to get to a point where people are going to be going through the motions, right? Like, you know, the, the average Joe who, you know, goes to work every single day at you know, he's there at 7.05, punches the clock, is on the computer till 4.55, punches the clock, gets out. You know, and it's just this just this robotic movement through life, right? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is, and I think we're already at this point, um, that person is going to be going through the motions, right? Going through the program of their life, you know, halfway conscious or 10% conscious or maybe even 2% conscious. And then all of a sudden they're going to be reacting or they're going to be doing something and then they're going to wake up and be like what the hell am i doing right yeah (laughs) you know like the logger maybe you know or whatever it is you know even like the darkest aspects of our society like traffickers and like there's gonna be enlightened traffickers i mean that is the universe you know (laughs) like you like calling something you know damning something is damning yourself so like as, as much as that is, you know, completely messed up and uh, a very dark aspect of our society, in a way, it is also God and it is also divine. And that's actually super confusing um, for most people. Like, most people would be like, go fuck yourself. 
but ultimately like how could it not be you know like inside of me there is the potential to you know kill millions of people but i have that awareness and i have the love in my heart that instead of judging another person or hating another person based on anything that they did right like somebody could punch me in the face or whatever like my reaction ultimately collides the energy and so we've just been smashing energy together and i think we are ascending man we're, we're moving out of this duality matrix reality into this field of neutrality call it 4d call it 5d i mean we're already there you know like the potential is already there every single time we go into our heart we're there but there is a lot of external work to do you know and also mountains of internal work to do and i think honestly do like the best thing we can do especially when we do get too caught in our head is just to have a little bit of compassion and um, forgiveness for ourselves first and then for everyone around us right but then also we gotta we gotta be accountable we got to help other people be accountable that are aware. And um, from there, man, there, there's no limit. Like, cool, we could be going to Mars, but like this planet will transform in the next 15 years. You know, like we already have the answer to global warming. We already have the solution to electrical crises. We already have the solution to viral, you know, stuff. We, we already have the solution for zero point technologies that can run electricity for free and it's the size of a basketball and a cube mm -hmm. you know like all of this stuff is already here but the problem is is call it like the powers that be or just the systems in general the way that they were created basically enslave us right or like teach us to enslave ourselves like giving our power away you know like Especially, you know, when I was caught in doing substances and running away from myself and running away from my truth and um, numbing out my pain, uh, you know, I wasn't really conscious. You know, the only thing I was conscious about was scoring the next bag, right. you know, right. and anything in between that. I didn't care if I hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, whatever, like, and I, I think it it's kind of funny too, you know, we're, we're being forced to, to wear masks, especially that's a funny topic masks, <laughs> but like, you know, for us, like we, we have to, you know, like that's how we, that's how we bring home the bacon. That's how we, uh, that's how we're breadwinners. We have to conform. Right. Mm -hmm. But then some people could be very, you know, angry at the fact that we are doing that and that we are enabling society to be that way, but ultimately resistance with resistance just creates more resistance right so i think we have to find better ways to be more holistic and be more aware you know with our intentions and our attention mm. because from there man like it's so beautiful like the power of just me combining all of my efforts with the power you know of all of your efforts is larger than a you know, a tsunami wave or a nuclear weapon. And then if we were all to do that, we could, you know, transform just our local reality within a year or even less, you know, depending how many people are with us. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, all right, we gotta, we gotta like get together. We gotta heal ourselves. We gotta, you know, figure out, 
figure out ways to not go insane <laughs> in this matrix reality. And honestly, it can seem, you know, pretty difficult and it can seem like there's uh, no light at the end of the tunnel, but ultimately there's a silver lining in everything. And I, I love to say that every single thing is divine, you know, cause how could it not be right? I don't know, man. It's super cool. We do, we do have a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff to, you know, to do or just to work through, but I mean, why not be here now? <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you, man. This is like we said in the beginning, this is one of the most interesting times to be alive. And, you know, I'm thankful to be alive right now. I mean, um, you know, you think of a couple hundred years ago and it, it seems boring. <laughs> it seems boring because they didn't have the opportunities that we have now. And, you know, people 200 years from now are going to look back at our time and say, God, that was boring. You know, they had to carry, yeah. they had to carry around phones and like look stuff up, you know. what? <laughs> and, yeah. But um, I hear you, man. And I, and I do feel like we're going through some sort of an awakening. And, and I agree that like, People are waking up faster than ever. And uh, you're right, traffickers or the loggers or, you know, factory workers, it, it's coming to them so much quicker now. Like, I feel like I had to go through 20 years of just, you know, sludging through the mud in order to, you know, find my awakening. But over the past few years, like, all these people ha have gotten into like these twin flame relationships that end up causing yeah. this huge amount of trauma, which actually helps them wake up. So like yep. that was something that they had to go through to get through their awakening process. And I've been hearing about that more and more within just like the last four or five years, like just thousands of people have been going through this, but it, in a, as traumatic as it was, it helped them through their awakening process. And then other people yeah. are just, yeah, like almost simultaneously just waking up and just looking around at the system that we're, that we're kind of trapped in almost and just realizing that this is just a BS system. Um, it, it, it's outdated. It, it's run by, by billionaires. It, it doesn't make sense anymore. And, and it's time to evolve. And uh, I think, yeah, like you said, man, it's just, it's, it's an exciting time to be alive. And um yeah, I don't know, man. Interesting times, for sure. It is. It, it's honestly, like, super crazy, you know? But I think the cool thing is, too, is, like, before we can make a change and initiate any type of change, we have to have awareness, mm -hmm. you know? And so I think right now, maybe this is just the unveiling of the collective awareness and all of the things that have been hidden and, you know, pushed down or suppressed are just rising up to the surface faster and harder and bubbling up, you know, and the controllers that may be, if that is a thing or whatever, you know, it's like, they're losing their grip. <laughs> like you can't, you can't hold on to this one, bro. We're, we're on a spinning marble hurtling through space <laughs> and we're fucking mad at each other over who's, who's running the free world or, you know, whatever the, the silly flavor of the day is that is creating conflict. But, you know, ultimately, maybe that is the awakening. Like, I firmly believe that whatever the chaos that is presenting itself, you know, it, it's just a catalyst. It's just a lesson to be like, you know, here, you want to wake up? Yeah. 
hundred percent. A lot of uh, are gonna, you know, stay asleep, and that's okay. That's that's part of their choice, right? You know? Right, and no judgment against those people. I mean, that's that's their journey for whatever reason, and uh, I'm just thankful to be on my journey. But damn, man, oh, you man. believe we live on a globe? Research. I thought it was flat. This is a flat <laughs> plane. We're underneath a dome, dude. We're in the biodome. Yeah, it's just one big biodome. You didn't know that? Oh, man, you got to look into it. <laughs> exactly. And like misinformation, too, right? Like we're living in the information age where yeah. Google is our, like straight up, Google is your mommy. And we're being fed just all this false information. Like you can Google yeah. literally whatever you want and you're going to find people that are on your side, no matter what your political leanings are or what your belief system is, you're going to find people and articles to support that no matter what it is. So, yep. you know, we're, we're in this age of false information. So like, it's like everything that we're learning now, it's like, it's like a grid of false information being put on top of the the old grid and then there's another grid being put on top of that until all the real information is just slowly disappearing yeah compartmentalized compartment yeah and it's it's scary dude it's scary because um you know you can't believe everything you hear obviously and you know that saying's been around forever obviously but you know we rely on google but google is being run by billionaires with an agenda you know, if, if I look up one one thing on Google, <clears throat> you know how it, if you type in a few words and it populates the rest of your question. Yeah, it knows what it knows, it what, knows you're what, gonna you're, what you're going to ask. But if you type that in in a different part of the world, there's there's different uh, questions that are populated. You know, like you say, um, like if I want to look up Spaceman Samson, like who is Spaceman Samson? And it'll populate with, with a few different words. But then if, if I look it up on a different side of the country or, or a different country altogether, it populates different words and I'm going to find different answers in, in different articles. Yep. It's scary, dude. Well, you know, it, it, it's kind of, but at the same time, it's really cool too, you know, because the perspective that I get of that is that, you know, everything is a co-collective reality. Right. So if I am a flat earther, I'm going to have nothing but flat earther conversations, right. community, right. you know, it literally stems down to like, you know, what are you about? What are you actively um, choosing subconsciously, consciously? Yeah. Right. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. And yeah, thankfully, I think that, you know, as far as the, sh the things that I'm Googling and like my social media feed and content, it's all pretty positive. So yeah. it's like, I feel like I'm on a good track with that. But yeah, man, you can really go down the rabbit hole and it can be really dangerous. Like, you know, I don't know. Oh, quick. Man. A perfect example is like Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Like it the algorithm for facebook literally creates separation <laughs> like that's what it does right. you know or and so like the and that's honestly why i let it go like four years ago because i was caught in this duality where i was lying to myself and you know trying to you know be with other people or just do shady things and it's like like i, I would get caught in my own bs 
that I was I was weaving, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm weaving all these, you know, every single one of us is a creator. Every single one of us is creating our reality, you know, quantumly. Like the eyes, just just the perspective and the awareness of our eyes that are absorbing all of this sound, which is actually light in different frequencies. And then, you know, we're in a car or we're in a house or we're, you know, we're in the street, you know, and it's like, like, whoa, like this universe is so cool. But, you know, when, when we're caught in the universe of, you know, our phone or, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting in this another Facebook fight. Like I always hear people talking about getting in Facebook fights with other people. And I'm like, like, what is, you guys have like a comment war, you know, like, like what is, what, what is that really doing? You know, besides like time, like, it's I mean, just like unfulfilled lives and people with, with no purpose and people who aren't getting exercise and, I mean, I don't have time for that stuff. There's no, there's no way. I haven't been in a Facebook war or like a YouTube comment war ever. And, you know, yeah. I'm no better than anybody else, but I don't have time for that, man. I, I'm running a couple businesses and working a full-time job and trying to work out day after day. I'm getting after it, dude. I'm busy. So it's like, <laughs> what are these people doing, man? It's just like completely unfulfilled, just... I don't know. It's just sick people kind of. I think that's you, you hit it, dude. You, you hit the, the nail on the hammer. You know, I think that is literally the answer. We got people who are not healthy, right? Mentally, right. physically, yeah. spiritually, like we got a whole world full of like damaged people that are actually whole and complete, but they're in that program that they're damaged, right? From whatever happened to them in high school or, you know, whatever, whatever the thing is. And it, it, it's super crazy, man, to just be like, all right, we have like, I remember being bored, right? I remember being bored, like maybe it, it was back when I was doing a lot of substances and caught in my shit and I would get bored. But like now, dude, I have like zero time, right? And I have millions of things that I want to do, right? I got my business thing that I've been working on trying to get that off the ground. I got the normal full-time job thing that I got going. And then I got everything in between that healing people, you know, blessing places, like all these different things. Like, dude, there's so many things to do, but it is all based on our programs. And ultimately too, we're wounded people and we're not healthy. And then we're acting out these programs of our lives that in all reality, we become addicted to being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, well, people get addicted to, to their fear and their sadness, you know, it's, it's comforting. If you're, if you're in yeah. a big amount of like depression or sadness for a long amount of time, that becomes the normal, that becomes comfortable. And it's easy to stay yeah. in that, you know, I've been there yep. before. It, it, Me too. You know, it, it's sad and, and it's hard to break out of that. And at the time you, you almost don't even want to break out of that. You know, you're, you're comfortable where you are and it's difficult yeah. to make change. Yeah. And then ultimately, you know, the, one of the scariest things is to go into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I can't change. You know, I, I can't do this. I shouldn't, I couldn't, you know, that's an ant infection. we got to, 
but it cut those out, you know, like even just, like I said, like one powerful thing is like negative self-talk, you know, like that was a big thing that even now I'm still having to like, you know, reprogram these subconscious actions and reactions, you know, where it's like, oh, I'm a fucking piece of shit or whatever, because I made a mistake, right? Because in one point in my life, somebody flipped out on me because I made that mistake. And then ultimately I thought that I was that mistake. And then we just keep playing these things out until we figure out that we can heal these things, right? Like everything is just energy, frequency, and vibration in this universe. Mm -hmm. And we are energetic beings. And so when something happens, right? When, when uh, like the best example is like a emotional response, when something happens and we get hurt, then we, you know, transform ourselves and our subconscious and our conscious brain, you know, thinks that there is a tiger out there and it's going to attack us when all we're doing is just going out into the unknown and trying something new. But the fear of maybe getting hurt or whatever the endless fears are of stepping out and doing something new or, you know, bettering yourself, you know, maybe not eating that seventh cinnamon roll or whatever. Oh, so whatever. good. Yeah, no <laughs> I love cinnamon. I'll crush a whole box. But uh, I know, like, the perfect is example is, like, people um, who, uh, like, get into the outdoors, hiking or running or going out into the mountains. You know, I, I talk to all kinds of people who are, you know, starting starting that process they want to start outside they want to start getting in shape and a common question is aren't you afraid of bears have you ever seen a mountain lion aren't there crazy people out in the woods no it, it is way safer out in the woods than it is in in a city you know but people have this programming in their head from you know violent movies or freaking dateline that seems to always be on tv every single time i turn it on you know and so people get caught yeah. in these programs. It's like, no, going in the outdoors is, is so safe. Like I've been doing it for years. I've seen two bears who wanted nothing to do with me. And, I, and you know, the crazy people I've seen are, are pretty harmless and they're no crazier than me, man. I mean, they're just crazy in a different way. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's really funny, honestly. You know, because it's like, man, I think the best way to start, you know, um, adapting yourself to the unknown is those subtle, you know, small ways that ultimately lead up to the big things. Like, for example, taking cold showers, yes. you know, like as small as that literally reprograms your neurobiological chemistry just by turning that you know what i do is i'll jump in the shower put it on like medium so i get a little bit of the warm and then i finish the last two minutes you know any, anywhere from 30 seconds to two minutes with cold and i just breathe i just breathe you know of course it's going to be cold you know you know you, it's cold you know but even just that you know or you know that that that's a that can be a more extreme thing that somebody can work their their way up to you know but you got to like, get comfortable being uncomfortable I think it's a big part of life and people are afraid of that and you just got to embrace it. You got to embrace the suck, you know, and you just got to smile at it. You don't, and you don't have to gripe about it and and complain about it while you're going through it. Just smile at it, you know, 
I'm glad you're in the Love cold it. showers finally, man. I, I was trying to talk you into that. It was probably like a good year ago. And uh, I remember yeah. you were like, oh, I've tried it, but I don't know, man. Like, I did it for like 10 seconds, but I don't know, man. So I'm glad you're getting into it. Yeah, I've been doing it. I've, I've been doing it almost almost a year now. Yeah. And I just, I finished, I finished with cold. Yep, me too. Every single time. Dr. Rhonda Patrick says yeah. you only have to do it or for for a minimum to get um you know real good results and, and good effects from it is you only have to do it 20 seconds a day and you know i oh, for wow. a minute or two but if you're only doing it for 20 seconds a day you're still getting benefits out of it so for people who are, are just getting into it or and in, in thinking about it or trying it um you know yeah start small and then work your way up yep and that and it's honestly that simple you know it's of course it takes takes a little bit of adjustment time too. And I think that that's another thing too. We're living in a society with instant gratification, mm -hmm. right? And I'm sure I run into this a lot, you know, with uh, like, just like, I mean, just in the running, you know, ultra marathon, you know, field, there's probably countless amounts of people who, you know, want to do it, get pumped into it and then fall off the bandwagon for X, Y, or Z. Right. Yeah. And, or they're looking for a quick secret. Like, what's your secret? How do you do it? Like, do you eat something special to make you be able to run a hundred miles? Like, no, man, you got to put in the work, you know? You got to run and just start walking. And that's exactly. Yeah, that's how it starts. No, I know, man. And, and like with the cold shower thing, like, I don't even think about it now. Like, and I'm, you don't either. I don't, I don't put any thought into it. I don't dread it. I don't sit there and think, oh, I'm going to turn it cold. It's going to suck. I have to sit here for 60 seconds. Like, I've done it so many times now that I just don't even think about it. And that's how it is when I go out for a run too. I don't put any thought into it. I don't sit there and look at my shoes for a half an hour, wondering if I should put them on, if I should go out now or if I should wait till later. It's like, I've done it so many times that I'm just way over that hump so that I don't think about it. And now it's just, it's just part of, part of the routine. Yeah, dude, it's that quantum unknown conditioning, right? Like if, if we can be conditioned, to be fat, sick, and nearly dead. Imagine what we can condition ourselves to be, you know, in the other direction. Sure. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, yeah, doing doing those small things, right? Cold shower, you know, starting to eat, I don't know, a piece of fruit every day if you're just mainly eating McDonald's. I mean, like it's it's these small, subtle things that will get us to the top of the mountain mm -hmm. and then down the mountain and then back up the other one. But yeah, people do get caught in their heads. You know, we're, we're caught in our heads all the time and we've actually been programmed to be in our heads. Like there's, there's a literal physical brain in our heart and also in our stomach. And, you know, most of us are completely unconscious and, you know, that's, that's okay for the, for, for them. But if you're already waking up and you're you know you're moving and you're you're realizing that your reality is not what you want it to be and of course you know they're like life is uncertain and i mean like that perfect song you can't always get what you want but you get what you need mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. stones and uh like it is it is literally that that beautiful you know but what we place our conscious awareness on creates into a reality, 
you know, like the, the best example is I was cooking at a restaurant up here in Colorado and I was basically a slave, you know, tossing people salads, just tossing salads, tossing my own salad. Damn, you were you tossing know, caught, salads? Caught, caught in the motion. I hope you were getting dude. paid well. Foster, dude. I was getting paid like 12 bucks to toss Toss salads. salads. Was <laughs> cook, cook all kinds of random things, but the the environment wasn't the best and I was dying and that you know I did I was like yeah maybe I'm done with this cooking thing I've been doing it for like 11 12 years and I remember I had done one day of delivering water in New Mexico and I, so I applied I applied at Eldo and uh I just I just vision engineered myself to get that job you know or get I mean another perfect example is I literally um manifested my girlfriend my life partner into my life mm-hmm. like i would creep on her like i don't want to say creep but i would check out her facebook you know and i would check out all of her pictures and i even remember telling my mom I'm like you see that girl that's gonna be my girlfriend mm-hmm. you know like just not not that like i forced her to be my girlfriend or anything but i just put that energy out mm-hmm. there into the universe mm-hmm. speaking and- it is is huge that really helps just speaking it into existence I mean, that's, that's yeah. a huge step right there or writing it down, you know, yep. um, you've heard of the two cup method, right? What the is the two it? cup method? Yeah. yeah that's really intense. That man, that works. <laughs> that stuff works, dude. I don't know if it's the dark arts or what it is, but for anybody listening, a quick explanation is you take two cups and, uh, on one, you write all the things that you want your life to be. I want, okay. you know, I want to have a, a more successful job. I, I want to buy a house. I, I want a new car. Those are kind of all material things, but uh, I, I want to have uh, a, a more loving relationship in my life. And then on the, the other cup, you write all the things you, that you want to change in your life. Like, uh, am I explaining this right? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Do you write anything in the first cup? You don't write anything in the first cup, do you? I think I, I think you are explaining it right because there's actually like more than one variation on okay. it too. It's kind of like that thing, you know, where it's like you take the information and then make it your own. And I think that is true magic, and that is true. Alchemy. Yeah, you take and then you, you put know? water in that cup, and then you pour it into the cup that you want your future self to look like. And as you're pouring it, you're thinking about. You know, I want a more loving relationship in my life. I want a a more job that's a job that's more fulfilling in my life. You're thinking about that. And then as you pour the water, then you're drinking it into your body because the water is collecting the energy. You talk more about that than I do. But that's powerful stuff, man. That really works. For anybody interested, you you can just look it up on YouTube, the two cup method. There's a bunch of videos on it and uh, it's pretty intense. Yeah, no, that, and see that, that's super powerful. And literally, you know, like the word spelling, right? You are casting spells, whether that be you writing them down, whether that be you saying them out loud, our words have power and they ripple out into this universe. And so with that, with that cut method, it is, man, it's alchemy, you know, it's magic because you are, you're basically getting out of your own way by doing that, right? You're, you're doing a practice that is basically shedding the old 
right? Because you're putting your attention and attention um, on what you want to let go of and what you want to bring in, right? That is a, that, that's alchemy. That's a flow. And actually, it's funny you, you brought this up. I, I have a little uh, memo in my book. I found there, there's a variation to that two-cut method. It's called the soul retrieval exercise. Okay. And so what, what you do is you get a glass of water, right? You fill it up. And then you go outside and you stand barefoot. Um, I suggest, you know, going into your heart space, but, you know, just uh, being barefoot's good. But then uh, you hold the glass in both of your hands and you place your attention on the glass and say, everything I have taken from others, I place back in this water. And then you say that three times as you're standing in, you know, the dirt or the grass or a rock, but get your feet grounded on nature, bare feet. And then... Um, you say that three times and then you, you take the glass and you pour it into the earth, knowing that we are all connected by our mother Gaia or, you know, this ball of earth that we're all on. <clears throat> and then you refill the glass of water and stand grounded on the earth again um, and hold glass with both your hands and place your attention on the glass of water and say everything that has been taken from my soul I now reclaim and you say that three times and then you drink that glass of water. Mm. So it's, it's a little variation on that, but that's super powerful mm -hmm. for you know, somebody's just, you know, feeling super down in the dumps that will ultimately empower you like, whoa. Yeah. Cause I mean, even just standing barefoot in the earth, it, it um, has been scientifically proven that it is anti-inflammatory. Mm. So the earth is literally, pulling inflammation from your body right and filling you up with love and structure just by standing barefoot on the earth and you can imagine most of us are on concrete running around you know or we have you know a, a pad of plastic in between our feet you know as we're walking so a lot of us are not grounded and so i think that's another reason why the heart space breath is super beautiful because you can be grounded guided guarded and protected just by taking three breaths and going into your heart but it's super cool because there's so many different ways for healing right there's like we're seeing a massive rise in like the healing community and the shaman community and like right now we're we're deep in the psychedelic renaissance mm -hmm. and like people are waking up, you know, even if that means they're taking a hundred hits of acid to the face and going completely insane. I mean, to an extent, I guess that is an a enlightened person. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, there's a million different ways to do it too. I mean, you can literally yeah. pick your flavor, like experiment exactly. with meditation, experiment with holotropic breathing or cold showers or going barefoot out outside and, and try grounding yourself for five minutes every day. Um, yeah, people are doing it with psychedelics. I mean, there, there's literally a million different ways to find a way to connect to, to whatever it is you're trying to connect to, you know? Exactly. I, I, you know, it's like I have problems with the whole religion thing. I mean, I grew up in a religious household. So, um, you know, I, I have my issues there. But, like, you have to find – I feel like – you know, people who are on this path that we're talking about have to find a higher power and that higher power can be anything that they want it to be. I mean, it mm -hmm. be a, 
a God of your choosing. It doesn't have to be like the God that you were taught when you were a kid, like a big mean man in the sky with a beard saying, yes, you go to hell, you go to heaven. I mean, it, it can be your dog. You just rub your dog's belly every day and just get that love back. I mean, it, it can be as simple as that. Or, or you can, you can pick, I, I actually, I got a funny story for you. I was thinking about this uh, a couple months ago and uh, for whatever reason, I, I was thinking about like, if, if I were to build a God, like, what would he look like? You know, I was thinking about what his attributes would be and what he would say to me. And I was just kind of going through this in my head just as a silly little exercise, but I, okay, I yeah. pulled over and parked and for whatever reason, I was just at that particular time, I was sitting there thinking like, what would, if I were to, to build a God from the ground up, what would his, his physical attributes be like? What would he look like? And I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, well, you know, he'd be a yoked up dude. He'd have like a lot of muscle and, you know, big beard and maybe all tatted up, you know, he'd look like a, a manly man, you know? And then as soon as yeah. I thought that this pickup pulls into this same parking lot that I'm in and out comes God, it was, God. <laughs> dude, it was unbelievable. Just as I was thinking it, my version of God was right there. It was this really like handsome, big kind of a burly man. And he had long hair and a beard, but it was like well-kept, you know, and he had a big, nice pickup truck and he had all these tattoos on these big, strong arms. And I'm looking at him, and I was just like, mouth was agape. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like I just created my God. And there he is. It was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, that's so epic. Dude. <laughs> Maybe so I should like throw myself at his feet and, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even say anything to him. You know, I was just like flabbergasted. I'm just like, holy crap. I think I just, I think I just did that. Yeah, dude. Well, like I, like I said, man, that's the, the co-collective universe that we're in, right? Like whatever we place our attention on and our intention, we're going to get that. Yeah, well, you know, so that's you're right, man. We're all creators and uh, yeah. you know, we're all sort of artists in this big thing. And yes. we're, we're creating whatever it is we want to create, you know, um, inside of ourselves, outside of ourselves. I mean, if you don't really put any thought into it, like I didn't for years, you know, you just get stuck with the same old job and life just kind of drones on. And you come home and you numb yourself out with a dozen beers and another movie that you've already seen a hundred times, you know, yep. or if you put your thought and intention in more positive things, and what a what a healthier future would look like for yourself. And you write those things down and speak them out into the universe. Tell people that you trust. Hey, man, in a year from now, I'm going to do this. And, and sure enough, man, that stuff starts coming into fruition. That stuff be, starts becoming your new reality. Yep. Take the steps to do it. That's a literal quantum leap. Man. Yeah. It's like, like jumping a timeline. You know, like Literally. you're on this timeline where life's just droning on and you're getting by just fine, but you're not happy. You're not really depressed. You're just kind of floating along. You know, you have your ups and downs, of course, but you just have to make that decision to jump to a different timeline and you can do the two cup method. You can just write it all down. I mean, there's different ways you can do it, but you just have to take the steps. Yep. I think 100%. you have to be in a, in a good place to make that happen, too. Like, I wonder if like, like Ted Bundy, 
I don't think that he could have made like a timeline jump while he was like killing innocent women. Right. Because he's just not in a good place, place in his head. Right. Or like if you're, if you're angry all the time and, and you're yelling at your spouse and in life isn't good at home, I don't think that you're going to be able to successfully jump to a, a healthier timeline until you've made those changes within yourself. I mean, it's all part of the process, man. You've got to dig in. You've got to do the work. You've got to face your fears. You've got to face the trauma. You've got to face all the things you don't want to think about. And it takes a lot of work. It does, man. I mean, but like, isn't that the point? You know, yeah. just do it. Yeah, for sure. Just do it. That's the journey. You know? It is. It is. And like I said, you know, ultimately, at any point, the catalyst could happen, right? But then... Oh, no, here comes the program. Here comes the program. It's going to suck you back in. Yeah. yeah. Just got to, you know, you got to learn how to push those thoughts out and it takes practice, you know, and you got to realize it's a program. See, it's like the more, the more that you learn and the longer you stay on this path, the harder it is to get off that path, you know, Yep. like in the recovery world, they say it's hard to go to a bar and go out drinking when you've got a head full of AA. It's like, if, if you know better and you know what you're doing to yourself, you know, it, it, you're just piling on more chaos and there's just more crap going around and around in your head. It's like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's weird. Well, well there, there's a beautiful quote that uh, one of my spiritual gurus, heroes, Paul Check, um, he has an yeah. awesome podcast. Yeah, listen to that. Forward. Oh, dude, like I could listen to every single one of his pod, well, yeah. almost every single one of his podcasts just over and over. And I do, but he has, uh, he has this saying where, um, you know, uh, you have to have a dream bigger than your dilemma or bigger than your, your chaos, right? Mm -hmm. Like you got to, you got to have like, I think, I think what's really helpful is to like sit down and be like, all right, what's my mission? What's my purpose? And ultimately that could be flash forward, you know, in the, in the progress of just going down the path of, you know, self awareness and self reflection, like every single person and every single one of us are just doing the best that we can based on what we've downloaded and what we think is reality. Right. Right. And I mean, it, it's super helpful to have all these amazing, beautiful teachers around us. But if we're not in that state to absorb that information, then it's just going to sound like static on the radio. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's just like a, a good example is like, I'll be trying to explain stuff to my woman and she's like, oh, my God, you know, you're, you're, you're frustrating me right now because <laughs> I'll, I'll be a little too much. You yeah. know, yeah. Frank up the the woo woo meter to like ten thousand and just start vomiting. <laughs> that's that's so, exactly how I picture your relationship with your girl. <laughs> it's just too much. Samsung level much. twelve, and and your poor girl just going, oh my god, just give me a break for one night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that in the best way. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, you know, because it'll be like. It'll be like small things, like personal uh, explanation is like, all right, you know, uh, why are you riding that person's ass? You know, why are you so close to their bumper? But 
you get mad when other people are close to your bumper. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then that that creates a little bit of a, a friction or explosion. And I've uh, I've noticed not to push others too hard because whenever you get some awesome new awareness, you just want to go out and scream it at the rooftops, you know, like, oh, I'm enlightened. Boom, you know, ch- check out this positive. But then like, you know, it's like the right people will come to you. And I'm a firm believer that like, if we can find the balance and the equanimity, the, the complete peace of mind within ourselves, because ultimately the only person that can create happiness and unhappiness is within each and every single one of us. Right. And ultimately, you know, the, the, the vices and the things that we think give us happiness, they're, you know, they're popping up and being like, Hey, you know, this isn't what you thought it was. And then, you know, that can create, you know, a, a catalyst, a catalyzing effect where people are waking up and, you know, but then it's like, well, shit, what do I do? You know, like the perfect example you said where, um, you know, the, the person who is the serial killer, you know, they're just caught in a belief system and they're just expressing themselves the way that they learned how to <laughs> learned how to express themselves, you know, right. like, well, trauma and we all have generational trauma that we have to deal with like um basically our we are tasked with the unfinished business of our parents so you got to think okay we got that on our plate okay we got whatever our collective reality is on the plate you know and then if you got kids too in that mix you got to feed another human and you have to teach another human but if you're not feeding yourself with healthy information um you know then how, how are you going to support the life form that you created with health, with healthy information? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck, man, we got a lot of work to do, but ultimately I'm a firm believer that if we're, if we are the example and if we are doing the best that we can with what we got and we're just thinking small ways, like there's a, <clears throat> in, in Sufism uh, in the East, uh, one of the teachings is just how can I leave the world a little better each day? Mm. You know, if we got to have something that's a mantra, we got to have something, you know, um, that that is bigger than us that can propel us through whatever the chaos is. And like you were even saying, it could be it, it could be your dog, it could be yourself, it, it could be the reflection in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And instead of waking up in the morning and flipping yourself off, you look in the morning and say you. Today's the best day ever. Mm-hmm. Every day better in every way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're awesome. And like, even even just that it seems silly, but like, even just that is so empowering. You know, yeah. like, like we we got this. You know, we, we got this. we got we got a lot of fun and we got a lot of silliness to get over. And old systems are just gonna completely fall apart, and there's gonna be chaos. But ultimately. Whenever there is chaos, people rise to the occasion, man. And I know, I know you've experienced this too. You know, you're, you're at a point like a perfect example is we get stuck in the mountains, right? Somebody's going to come around eventually and say, Hey, do you need me to pull you out? Or do you need a ride? Or do you need a phone? Or like people are inherently good, especially when, you know, that, that, that's why the cold weather is one of my favorite things. I, I have this idea that whenever there's cold weather, people are just more nice because mm-hmm. <laughs> when we're all suffering, there's, there's this field of uh, equality, you know, where it's like, yeah, no, this is like, 
common common human ground of just you know if i can take care of myself i can take care of a loved one i can take care of other people too mm-hmm. and it's beautiful you know and, and we do have that that power of choice um i wanted to ask you have you ever done any research in uh it's called uh the power of one by raw and it's like a, a it's like a channeled a bunch i think it's four books that are channeled um, um have you ever heard of who power of one ah uh, this this lady um this lady channeled it and then this scientist i think his name was like don or something but it, the the best way you could check it out is go to llresearch.org and they have all of the information on there it's really cool it was channeled by um this lady i think in the 1980s um and basically you know it's it's the the law of one she channeled ra like the ancient egyptian um creator okay. or deity i'm looking um, but right really now. powerful yeah so the best the best resource is llresearch.org i'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. what it is mm-hmm. um or just search on youtube mm-hmm. the power of yeah i'm looking at this right now i've never no i've never researched this i've never seen it really did the llresearch.org did that did that yep. bring it up yeah i put yeah. in ll research the law of one and it's uh yeah it's right there there's the pdf version if you can just download of the book right here yeah so like that that's the 1980s. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like this information it's it's here. It's been here, right? But we're in this age of disinformation where it's like, "Oh, what do you believe?" or "Oh, that's not real." Or, you know, we're we're taught to we're taught to question everything or hopefully we're taught to question everything, but it doesn't include discernment. Like discernment is key we gotta we gotta realize what things resonate with us and what things don't and um that that's some powerful teaching right there it's kind of like the the paul salig teachings or bashar you know yeah yeah i was just watching some of the bashar stuff oh man super good super good stuff but then also like kind of confusing like i think he, he dropped one that completely blew my mind. I, I'm not sure if I sent it to you, but it was this video where he's describing, or he, he's wearing a mask, right? I don't know if I sent that one to you. No, I don't think but, so. Uh, the, basically, uh, for the people that don't know what a channel is, it's uh, somebody who is bringing in a higher vibrational frequency or entity. And um, the ones that I resonate with, you know, I connect my heart to them. And if they, if they ring true, you know, like if truth rings in them and I can intuitively like be like, all right, this isn't BS or, you know, um, then I go with it. And Paul Salig channeling the guides. That's an amazing one. I think you showed me him. Mm-hmm. And then Bashar is another one. And then the llresearch.org, uh, the power of one another amazing resource but basically it's a channel and they channel um these frequencies and these energies of i don't know multi-dimensional you know life forms call them ets um who knows what they are you know for real because of course our conscious mind can only interpret what we know already in the known and uh the the mask one was super powerful it's basically like a meditation or just a visualize, you know, a visualization practice where you can look in the mirror, you get a mask, right? You put the mask on 
in the in, while you're looking at yourself in the mirror and um it, it works best if you have a mask that's like mostly plain but the bashar was describing that you know uh what you do is you put the mask on and then collectively the, the practice is basically you're taking off the mask of your persona like who is adam if adam takes off the masks takes off the mask of adam mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. super powerful like blew me away i was like whoa like it, it can be kind of like dis this disillusioning kind of not really that's the, that's the wrong word it, it's just an interesting experience where you're like okay if i take off the mask of the personality that is me samson who am i you know like whoa yeah that's a super profound thing and so what you do is you take off the mask and then you know um metaphorically take off your mask and be like whoa mm-hmm. and so what that does is it helps you that's another practice that is like the heart space where you're entering this field of neutrality mm-hmm. right because when we're caught in the cycle of like persona like i'm me you know i'm 25 whatever i've done all these things you know it's like that's just experience and that's just a perspective of who i am but in all reality who i am is infinitely more divine than i could ever comprehend and that goes for every single living sentient being on this planet from the crystals that are alive and vibrating at a super low frequency all the way to you know super ai computers that we have created you know like the the vast level of information and technology and abilities for us to just transform everything like cool go to mars figure your shit out we're going to be holding it down on this planet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so like really we we don't have have anything to worry about like ultimately we just got to do the best we can with what we got every single day what i try to do is try to at least you know impact someone else's life even in the smallest way and that ultimately fills me up you know like i like to make my little pieces and it's a little puzzle piece and then i'll go out to a random person whether it be somebody flying the sign or somebody at the 38th floor downtown denver you know in the office you know fancy suit making you know a million dollars a year and i'll look at them in their eyes and i'll hand them a puzzle piece and i'll say you're the missing link (laughs) (laughs) and so that's my uh that that's my fun alchemy uh thing that I'm spread that good energy. Yeah, man. Well, ultimately, what that does is it creates this attitude of gratitude mm-hmm. that is this massive just wave of just love and light. And that that even goes if I'm just standing at a King Supers and just blessing the King Supers receiver, connecting my heart to theirs. Like the like we don't need to do that much to make an impact in somebody else's life, like smile at a stranger or hold the door open for somebody. And like the ripple effects, all we really got to do is just be a little more kinder. And then the compounding ripple effects, like as much as you give, you got to be open to receiving. And that, that was actually a powerful lesson that I've been working through is I like to give all these things away. Right. But then I'll run away from receiving because I don't think I'm worthy or, whatever the, you know, thought that I have in my head from conditioned programs. Mm -hmm. And we're all works in progress, man. We're all wounded. We all got 
still got things that we got to work on. But the cool thing is, is we're, we're never alone and we're not by ourselves. And it doesn't matter what area of research or thing that you like to do. There's another person and there's infinite amount of people that like to do that same thing that ultimately want you to succeed because if you succeed, then they succeed because we're all just over here inspiring each other and inspire just means in spirit. So we all just need to be in more in spirit of the divine instead of in spirit or drinking spirits and letting, you know, non-beneficial spirits flow through us and we explode on other people and we see chaos. Like, man, haven't, haven't we seen enough chaos on this planet? Like, yeah, we got to figure out the balance and we got to figure out a little bit of the fairness and we got to, you know, figure out these things. But ultimately we don't really even have to figure out those things. We just got to do the best we can. We just got to, you know, I got, like I said, I just try to make the world a little bit better every single day. And if I made a 1% improvement to my local reality, it's worth it. it it's, it's priceless. Yeah. You know? Just clean up your side I, of the street, man. Like if, if you don't know what, if you don't know what to do or how to start, just pick up a piece of trash, you know, I mean, literally that's, that's just how it starts, you know, pick up a piece of trash from the street, clean up your side of the street, literally and figuratively. I mean, that's just how it starts. If you don't know where to start, start with that. Yeah. Or fucking you, you see a tree, hug it. Ramdas mm-hmm. says when you hug a tree, you're hugging yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I really like that idea of uh, what you were saying about taking the mask off. I mean, if you think about it, like, you know, when you think of yourself and and who you are, you know, I mean, in a lot of ways, you're just, you're, you're almost thinking of the things that people told you, you are your parents, your school, like, you know, your name is Samson, but really what is that? That's just a word. It's just these syllables that are put together that, you know, that someone else invented this language a long time ago. So, I mean, all that is, is just a name being put on you. It's it's not even real. So if you're not Samson, you know, then what are you? Okay. Well, you know, I'm a person living in 2020. Okay. Well, maybe this isn't even 2020 because we're just believing in, in the calendar that, that we were given. You know, this might not even be 2020. We, we have leap years. You know, we have time changes. Like, why, why do we follow this, this, inac- or this uh, imperfect calendar year after year? I mean, um, and, and, you know, we're, we're just believing all the history that's been, that's been fed to us. We, we don't know. We didn't see if, if that all really happened or if it happened exactly that way. You know, we're just believing so many things that were just told to us and passed down to us so yeah you just keep on stripping it down like all right well then who am i you know yeah i mean i mean it's easy to say i guess you know you're you're a a human being having a a spiritual experience or well i got that backwards a spiritual being having a human experience i guess that's one way to put it but you know when i think of guys like you and me I, i feel like we are almost like missionaries you know, like it's our job to go to this distant land and to show people the way, you know, yep. what is that way? I don't know. You know, it's going to be different for you and it's going to be different for me. Like, like my way is, is hopefully inspiring people to get outside and to get outside their comfort zone. And, you know, all that is, is just a, 
the impetus for for bigger change in their life further down the road. You know, once you yeah. start making healthy decisions and getting outside and getting for a walk, and then eventually it turns into a run or some kind of a, a different workout, you know, then you're able to look a little more clearly at yourself and you know start making making other changes further down the road. And you know, if you're a missionary in in a foreign land, that's going to look a, a little bit different um, coming, coming from you as well. You know, you're like this, uh, I don't know if you're like an enlightened being or you're just like this awakened soul that's, that's trying to sort of wake other people up as well. And, um, so yeah, man, I just feel like we're just missionaries in a, in a distant land, maybe from, uh, another planet or something. What did you think about that UFO that was in Jersey? Dude, so epic, bro. I'm like, man. <laughs> Wasn't that crazy? I'm looking for my flying saucer keys right now, dude. <laughs> oh man. Dude, I spent uh I was just in the in the mountains in uh Westcliff, Colorado, and I at nighttime before I went to bed, I just laid there looking at the stars because you could see so many of them out there. And you know, as yeah. I'm just looking at the stars, I'm just waiting to see something moving around a little too fast. I'm like, ah. Oh, I'm going to see one eventually. I know they're out there. <laughs> well, well, my, my plan brother is we're going to, we're going to call one to us. My, my, one of my plans is I'm going to go up with you and we're going to climb to one of the tallest peaks in Colorado. We're going to set up the Ascension chamber and then we're going to meditate them to come and say, Hey, let's do it. Let's do I'm it, dude. I'm down. Do dude. But now, benevolent for the only the purest divine loving light aspects for our highest and greatest good et contacts only but it's gonna be it's gonna be legit man yeah i'm down can you do this at night or in the daytime i mean we're gonna probably have to camp because shit (laughs) i don't think we're gonna have enough time to come back yeah yeah we might wake up in new mexico exactly dude. Dude, you dropped us off at the wrong spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah man like literally and, and you were saying like literally we are just products of our environment right yeah. so then we can look ourselves in the mirror and be like who the fuck am i right you know who am I really you know who is me right like i'm just a set of belief systems and habitual actions reactions you know or you know I'm the person that drives this car or whatever, you know, whatever the validation thing is like, no, at the end of the day, you are a biological living life form that is on this planet that is experiencing this reality in whatever way that you choose fit. Even if you may not be aware that you are choosing your reality, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's the ultimate game, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, man. And one day we're going to wake up. And we're going to be like, holy crap, that whole thing was a video game. And I don't even, it's like a, it's like a first person shooter game. And I, I didn't even remember going into the game. Like this is, that, that, that was, that was pretty weird, man. That was trippy. Sims. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, crazy dude. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's absolutely awesome. You know, like we got, we got nothing but time, you know, and, Honestly, like you, you were touching on that thing where we're, we're like missionaries, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a firm, the, the more that I dive into this, you know, spiritual path of, you know, just being the best that I can be, 
um, call it enlightened, call it, you know, um, whatever, you know, what, whatever the flavor of the, of the title is, it's, it, it's more about the energy, you know, and just like to that point where honestly, I feel like I chose to be here in this experience. Right. right. Like I think I chose my mom and all of the, you know, domestic violence and, you know, flying signs on corners and jumping into dumpsters for food and all the crazy, you know, shit that I have deep, 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 deep down into my subconscious that rises up every once in a while for me to heal it and for me to heal that inner child. Um, We all got a lot of inner child work to do. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, had traumatic experiences right but i think all of those things were like character building you know alchemizing things because like for example my mom's perspective on how she was raised she was raised in milwaukee wisconsin in a millionaire you know rich world right where everything's handed to you and going on vacations but then she rebelled from that life and you know chose poverty life because maybe that brought more value to her right she was running away from her reality and then you know like maybe uh like her perspective when i was a kid is like oh well this person did this to me so f them you know and me being like a young a young potentially very very old eternal soul um downloaded that information was like whoa like i can alchemize this without even me realizing you know it did take me 22 23 years to get where i am today because i still feel like you know i barely woke up a year or two ago but and sometimes it feels like i just woke up yesterday but ultimately (laughs) like i have that choice based on how i was raised to be like okay i seen the people who raised me and the people who affected me and their reactions and their actions. And, you know, instead of, you know, holding judgments or holding blame or holding resentment towards people who have done wrong things to me, I alchemize that relationship and I go on the other side and I bless them and I love them and I send them forgiveness no matter how horrible the thing that they did to me or said to me or whatever, you know, like that's the true power of being able to just transform your life and alchemize your reality and literally dream weave the reality that you want. You know, of course it takes time and, you know, nothing is truly how we want it. You know, like there's that saying life is what happens when we're busy making plans, Mm -hmm. you know, but the plans help because they kind of give you a little bit of a navigation ability or at least put it down in the ink or into the field of what you do want to experience, right? Like, I think the reason I chose, you know, my soul chose this experience to come here now is to help other people, right? And to, to heal my trauma and to heal my family's trauma and to help my family not continue down the cycles of dysfunction and chaos that had been going on for generations, you know? And like, even, even just by doing the angelic Reiki stuff and doing the, the tensor field and the, the woo-woo organite crystal, you know, um, reality, um, 
that has been healing for myself and for anybody that I meet, you know, like it's so cool. Our ability to transform things or to, you know, keep things the way they are. Like that's wild, like Mm -hmm. free will. But then we're in a society where people are sicker than they've ever been. (laughs) Like, you know, all these things like the, the medical establishments are failing people when you're not, you know, have a, have a flesh wound, <laughs> like right. flesh wound, go to the doctor. They will fix you up. I got, you know, mauled by a dog. I'm looking fresh and crispy right now, but I, <laughs> I'm not going to go stand in line for the vaccine, <laughs> but right. That, right. Oh, oh, you got mauled by a dog. You have COVID. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> like, Oh yeah, dogs are attracted to COVID. That's what happens. You have COVID. Oh no, I have COVID. And then see, that's like it's like this fear programming, right? And I don't know. Like, there's so many amazing ascended masters and and healers all around us. But it's like we got to take that first step. You know, we we got to like have that awareness and acknowledge that things are not okay. But when we keep telling ourselves. You know, like, I guess that's kind of confusing because I like to say everything is divine and everything's okay. But (laughs) ultimately, in certain situations, things are not okay. And it requires my immediate attention to do something, right? Or to not do something. Like, even not doing something has an energetic repercussion or, you know, um, a flow of energy that is reciprocating by doing nothing, by doing something, by, like, man, like, it, it's cool. It's so cool because we got we got nothing but time. And ultimately, back to the the soul thing. Maybe you know the the souls that are leaving now due to COVID. You know, maybe they were they were new souls and they just needed to experience that. And then they're coming back for the next wave and the next generation to help with this entire you know new world alchemy. Like the funny thing is, is like the whole new world order agenda in 2030 and all this chaos that's all around us with conspiracies and things that may be real or things that may not be real. Like ultimately we are in a new world every single moment in this power of now, like, whoa, at at any moment we can change our frequency. We can change our reality, but it does take the conscious awareness to start cleaning up some of these bad habits, you know, like it, it's wild, man. I, I think the, the future is so like inevitably bright, but we're like caught in this weird, like limbo, <laughs> we're, like, like in this limbo reality where we're like, all right, all right, we're ready to quantum jump, but we got a lot of baggage we got to throw off before because we don't need all these things in that next level. Right, right. The are all inside, right? You are your own guru. Yes. And, and ultimately, you know, c- coming full circle with anything like, like let's say, you know, the, the uh, truck driver or the, the, lumber, the lumber guy wakes up right now, right? Mm-hmm. They're only going to do the best that they can with their conscious awareness, right? And so what I would say to the person that is fresh on just trying to be the best that they can be or just to try to change their life a little bit and they're just frustrated with their reality, it starts with those small things, right? Take the cold showers, 
maybe immerse yourself in, you know, gurus, Ram Dass, you know, um, Alan Watts, um, Terrence McKenna, like YouTube is awesome because it has a lot of information, but ultimately it has a lot of other stuff that can send you down rabbit holes too. So it's like, have the discernment about the information, right? Trust your heart, live in your heart more than, or at least try to live in your heart more than you're caught in the cycles of your head. And ultimately, whatever teaching or gem or little thing that you pick up, like make that for you. You know, I, th I think we talked about this before where it's like Bruce Lee got all of the, all of his, you know, his Jukundo ju style from watching all of the martial artists. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 100%. Yeah. He, he, he took pieces from everything. He took pieces from boxing. He took pieces from wrestling, you know. And he used what was applicable to, to him and his body style and his body type. And he simply just discarded the rest. Like, yeah, that might be good for someone else, but that doesn't work for me. And that's not going to work in my system. And he just built a system based on his body style and, and his athletic ability and became the best martial artist in the world. And, yeah. and that's, that's the, that's the best thing. That's the best way to look at, you know, politics, religion, um, everything just about everything yeah it's a perfect analogy for so much yeah that that is ultimately you know a, a game changer like we we gotta we gotta make things right for us you know that's why like affirmations for example like you could say i am healthy i am wealthy i am wise a million times but if you don't connect with it and make it your own it's not going to be as powerful. It's still going to be powerful, but it would be 10 million times more powerful if you were to say, I, you know, am getting stronger every single moment that I breathe, or I am becoming more flexible so that I can adapt to any challenge that comes in my way, or, you know, whatever it is, you get the building block, shave it down to what works for you, and then turn it into that axe handle so you can start metaphorically clearing some of the pathways in your life, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's it, baby. That's it's it. cool, man. It's so cool. One step at a time. You can't get up the mountain without taking one step at a time, right? Exactly. You got to do those small things, and those small things actually are the big things. You got it. You got it. Speaking it, uh, of big things, what's going on with your music? Oh, like, uh, like, what do you mean? Um, what are your plans for it? I mean, I, I know you send me a new track every single week. Is it, are those just like practice tracks or are you planning on collecting those and, and sending them somewhere or making an album or, or like, what are your plans? Well, it, it's kind of a mix of, uh, kind of a mix of all the above. So I, I started doing it just being like, okay, cool. Like this is going to be practice, right? Like if, if I don't do it, then I'm never going to get good at it. Right. So I might as start doing it. So it's like that. And then the cool thing is, too, is I, you know, have have a book full of material. So if I ever do want to go to a studio and actually, you know, do it, do it like the cool thing is, is I can I, I can do it through that app. Right. But the problem is, is that if I 
try to sell those songs, I'll get caught up in some legal stuff. So I just post it, you know, on SoundCloud just so I can have it on a medium. But if I really wanted to, I could have it distributed to every single platform worldwide, you know? Mm -hmm. And eventually that that is where I want to get to. But yeah, I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of just weeding the garden, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm plowing the fields. Um, I'm, you know, I'm planting them seeds for myself. And ultimately my, my plan is to get to a point where I have my dream, you know, place that is mine that I can have like a studio space where I can do my art, where I can do, you know, my energy work, where I can make my music. And then ultimately too have all the tools that come with that. So like, I want to make my own beats. I want to, you know, I want to get like a hand pan and start making my own beats with the, the steel drum and then like, you know, Native American flute. So it's like, all these things. And then, you know, that can easily be frustrating, you know, cause it's like, all right, I want, I want to be at C, but I'm over here on A, but I got to go through B to get to C. And then ultimately that gets you caught in your head, you know? So I just keep, so I just keep like shifting my awareness. Okay. Back into my heart. Okay. Focus on, you know, basically what I did, it's kind of like the, where I started doing yoga every day, right. Where I just, I made a schedule and I looked at myself honestly and authentically. And I said, every single day, I'm go- before I do anything, I'm going to do my yoga, right? And then it started with that routine. And then so the, the music is kind of like the next evolution of that where it's like, okay, every single weekend, I'm going to write a track, even if it, you know, is not perfect, I don't care. And then I'm going to drop the track and you know, drop it as many times as I need to till I like it. And that's the cool thing. It's like, I make, I make the music because I like it. And because I kind of want to share, you know, information through my music to people, you know, mm-hmm. sub subconsciously, consciously. And, you know, it, it literally did start with that thing where it's like, I made a promise to myself where, Every single weekend, I'm going to, I'm going to make the time to do things, you know, because so many times in our life, we're like, oh, I don't have time for that. You know, like, for example, like, oh, I'm, I want to go hiking with Adam, but I don't have time for that because I'm fucking playing house or, you know, whatever. I got to do this or I got to do that. But in all reality, we're the ones who make the time for things like time is just an illusion. So like the time is now. And if, and if we don't, put the accountability to ourselves with whatever thing we want to do. I mean, it doesn't matter if you, you know, like to knit or you like to, you know, fire dance or, I mean, it doesn't matter what the weird thing is, but if it makes you happy and you like to do it, like for example, painting, like art therapy is super powerful. Like I think if every single person who has clinical depression and who are eating pills if they were to stop and have somebody come into their life and say, Hey, let's, let's paint a picture every single couple of days or every single week, that person would be able to release all of this dense pent up energy, especially, you know, and then maybe have the awareness to be like, I don't want to take this medication anymore because it's not making me who I am. It's turning me into a, you know, a potato or a zombie or a reactive jerk, you know? And it's like, man, like the more that we can hold ourselves accountable for the things that will actually make us happy. And we put that energy into it, even if it is, you know, just 
like writing out the track. Like if for some reason I'm busy on the weekends, I will make sure that I write it down. And if I need to drop it or write it, you know, if something comes up, I guarantee make it a point to do it because I'm not going to let myself down. I'm the only one that has that power to never let myself down when it comes to, you know, like, of course you got to be, you got to have discernment and you got to like be easy on yourself too. But with something as small as that, like doing yoga every day, right? Like that's basically like, okay, I'm gonna wake up and do a run every day. But then you go and you put your alarm clock and then you freaking hit snooze and then you don't run. Like how, how do you expect to be a different person? Then ultimately that creates frustration and all these different things. So it's like, man, we just got to find more things that make us happy. You know, we got to do those things that make us happy. We got to make time for those things. Cause if we don't, I mean, look at the world that we're in. Like mm-hmm. there's just a bunch of people who are just hurt, sad, scared, frustrated, abused, inner children. And they're in adult suits <laughs> flying around thinking that they're successful and all these things when they're like clinically unhappy. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Look at my it's car. Hot. Look at my car. Yeah, dude. Oh, I got a haircut. I'm looking good. <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. So I, I covered I covered your route yesterday, right? And uh, I went up to Genesis Park, and uh, I seen my the guy that I cooked for, that, like, millionaire dude. Oh, yeah. Well, um, funny story. Uh, so I'll just do a little quick breakdown. I, ended up, I met this guy when I was delivering uh, to his house, and then – he ended up having all kinds of meat and showed me his kitchen. And then I ended up cooking for him and he ended up shorting me $25. I said the bid was 500 and he ended up giving me 475 for like nine hours of my time and like an eight course meal, you know? So I was a little, I was a little bitter at that, but um, it was also just kind of my programming being raised in a poverty based mindset. I was like trying to explore like the, like the rich mindset, right? I guess. And so I was kind of curious. Well, anyways, you know, flash forward, he's, he's still a super cool dude, but anyways, so I'm dropping off, I'm dropping off. Uh, so I pull up to his house and I could tell he was doing a little bit of like road work. Like he's uh, been, you know, building his road up with dirt okay. and uh, whatever. I pull up and he, he looks a little frustrated and his hair is looking all crazy. And I'm like, what's up, man? You know, give him a hug. And, you know, started talking to him. So I ended up, I ended up spending like an hour at his house and uh, I'm just talking to him. And um, basically, you know, he, he has all these things where he's got classic sweet cars, got like six houses, owns farms all around the world. Like, you know, like you would think that, of course, that's the, you know, assumption <laughs> that you would think that, you know, somebody who has it all has it all, right. but <laughs> so um, the, the ironic thing is uh, I ended up giving him a uh, angelic Reiki healing. Nice. Um, I just like offered it. I was like, well, I mean, like, I can hook you up because what ended up happening is he had some sort of frustration. Somebody flipped him off and then he ended up like smashing his brand new GMC Sierra truck pretty bad. And so he was all, you know, caught in the, the duality and whatever. And so, uh, yeah. And ended up giving him uh, angelic Reiki healing and it, it just, it was cool, you know, like, like just the, the expressiveness, like, like who, who the fuck am I? Like I'm a 25 year old, you know, healer, water shaman, like 
whatever the label is, like pulling up to this multi-million dollar, you know, dude's house and I'm healing him. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's just super funny, you know, but like even that small thing, like it's so humbling to be like, wow, like, you know, our assumptions and our pictures of the way that things are, are really not that way. You know, like somebody who, who we think has it all really is like, the most unhappy and like frustrated and dealing with health problems and this and that, like ultimately, I guess it is true. The more money you have, the more stressed you have, but like, it, it, it's so wild, you know, like, wow, we, we can impact people in such a way just with our presence and change and alchemize things, right? Because before I got there, he was pissed off, throwing stuff around. And then as I was leaving, he was like so in peace, mm -hmm. you know? And I was in peace too, because anytime I do an angelic Reiki uh, healing, the client gets 99% and I get 100%. Mm. So like I get healed every single time I do it, but I do it because, you know, it, it, it's shifting things and it, it, it's helping, you know, and then there's like the whole integration process. And then like, whoa, man, like we all got struggles and we all got things on our plate, but ultimately there's no time like the present to, you know, improve at least our mental well-being. Like we, we can start there. Right. And that there, there's plenty of ways to do that. Breathing, exercise you know, community. Um, uh, I like to do a variety of all these things. I think that's the most powerful is if you get, you know, like we were saying, you get all these different aspects of things that work for you and then do a little bit of them every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it kind of flows into, uh, did, did you get to check out that uh, book that I sent you, The Four Agreements by uh, Don Miguel Ruiz? I haven't checked it out yet. Oh man, so crazy. I, I, uh, I haven't, I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I did order it. So I'm pretty pumped. That'll be showing up on Monday. But basically I, I encapsulated the five agreements. And so I'll just share those real quick. Um, that are, it's basically like a summary of the book, but uh, of course, you know, they break down into examples and everything, but basically it's, it's called the four agreements. Um, it's a book by Don Miguel Ruiz. Uh, the first agreement is be impeccable with the word, honor the word. The second one is don't take things personal. And so, um, and then the third one is not to make assumptions. And then the fourth one is always do your best. And then his son uh, read a book called The Fifth Agreement, um, Don Jose Ruiz. And the fifth agreement is be skeptical, but learn to listen. And most importantly, be skeptical of your own negativity. Mm. That one's powerful, mm -hmm. you know, and, those are just all of the things that we agree to in this world, you know, consciously and unconsciously. And I think, you know, that, that last one, the, the being skeptical of your own negativity, that is super powerful. Like that is, that that's awareness, you know, it's like right before you react to somebody that flipped you off or cut you off or whatever, you can be like, oh, like, yeah, the old self was like, go F yourself. Mm -hmm. and the, the new self has that quantum leap to be like ah i love you bless your path <laughs> dude's going through something today <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly you know like we all are at these critical moments and we're about to explode like i 
I've had so many, I've had handfuls of moments where I'm like in the middle of nowhere at the top of a mountain, no cell service, flipping out, crying, asking the universe why. And then I get out of my head, I take some breaths, I throw some chains on the truck and I get my ass out of that situation. (laughs) Yes, sir. Or I go and walk for a mile and find somebody and they help me, but it's like, it starts with us, you know, because at, at any of those moments, I can just lay in the snow and die right. <laughs> and suffer. Right. That's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What are you going to do? Lay down in a ditch and just die? I mean, <laughs> you can do it. I guess. Or you can just pick yourself up and just see what happens. Yeah, dude. Like, uh and why not you know and, and and also why not like you said do it with a smile on your face like the like the unknown doesn't have to be you know a dragging your feet pain in the ass experience you know like of course it's not comfortable to be walking on a bed of hot coals or you know taking an ice cold shower or jumping into a frozen lake or whatever the extreme kind of um catalyzing um choice that you can do to just give yourself that comfortability by being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. we're we're mostly comfortably uncomfortable but we got to get more into being uncomfortably wait i think i said that wrong (laughs) the other way you know comfortable being uncomfortable exactly right yes that's it dude that's it Cool, buddy. Well, let's put a bow on it. I got one one hour, 58 minutes. I think this thing's about to cut off at two hours. So oh, it's beautiful. it was good, dude. I love talking with you. I don't ever get to see you uh, as much as I'd like to anymore. So it's always good catching up and uh, chopping it up with you. Yes, yes, sir. It's, it's always a pleasure, my man. And hopefully I, I see a future where we're kicking it inside of uh, – a little awesome, you know, podcasting room and pouring ourselves a glass out of that uh, crispy uh, three-gallon glass container <laughs> and opening uh, up about life, man. So sure. it's all about the we're all doing big things um, and, you know, it starts with those small things. So we just got to work our way up and live in our hearts. And uh, it's fucking always great talking to you, man. I feel like we should do this at least once a month. I agree. I agree. You can be my uh, my teacher. I can uh, call you up and ask you, dude, what the hell is going on and what am I supposed to do? If you enjoy this podcast, please consider making a donation. You can tap support this podcast to donate whatever you feel inspired to do. It goes a long way in helping to keep this podcast alive. Or you can share it. You can write us a review Make sure you subscribe. It is all much appreciated, you guys. Also, if you need any supplements, protein powder, vitamins, energy drinks, and the good ones I'm talking about, not the crappy sugary energy drinks. Uh, These are nice. uh, They give you a nice sustained energy throughout the day. Listen, I got your back. Hit me up. I can hook you up. Send me an email, or you can find us at big-things-crewing.com. Life is short. Do big things.